Hello, and welcome to another episode of The Sensuous Sounds of InfoSec, where we discuss all things information, all things security, and all things information security. I'm Ben Maliso. And I'm Matt Snotty. And Matt, how many InfoSec exams have you taken in a 12-month window? Are you planning to take within a 12-month window? Oh, well, oh, gosh. Jeez, Ben, I've... uh... Over my career, I've taken so many of them, but um, uh, about six months ago, I took CISSP, and probably in the next month, I'm taking CCSP, and I think that I, I think I'm going to be done at that. <laughs> I, I think that I'm good. I on... keep telling myself that. I keep telling myself this will be the last one. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I don't need we're... any more letters after my name. And, uh, <laughs> right, and we're I've we're got... men of a certain age. We don't need to have all the, the the accolades that come with all of the certifications. You know, we don't need to. Have I don't have the wall that. space. Yeah, right. <laughs> How big I, is I was, the ego wall? <laughs> I've been I've been packing up stuff. We're we're preparing for a move, and uh, I I had my st- I've got my original CISSP framed and hung. oh wow yeah. And then I got my latest one, which I just got in the mail recently, in the in the box that they send you that you know that cardboard thingy with the oh, pin oh, in oh, it. Oh, oh, the latest CCSP one, yeah, yeah, or CISSP one, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they because they send you a new like, one every few years. Yeah, and then I've got like two or three other ones that I had in boxes somewhere, and I said, you know what, I can I can throw away the intermediary ones. I don't think at this point <laughs> I'm going to get audited, and someone's going to say, prove it, show me the piece of paper, you know. Right. Well, yeah. Uh, do you throw away your old insurance cards for your car? Yes. I do. <laughs> no? I do. Okay. I it, took say, me I a while. It, took, it took me a while. I mean, there's yeah. some old stuff that I've I've had to incinerate. And, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, all right. But you, you know well the pain, then, of studying for these exams. And your skills are uh, pretty recently honed in how to do so successfully mm-hmm. and uh well, successfully. I, I don't know about otherwise. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, and and you do as well because you hold the, all the certifications that you teach. So that means you've got a whole lot of certifications under your belts as well. Yeah. And, and the most recent ones I've taken were um, SSCP and CCSK. So uh, even though those, those were a couple of years ago, uh, mm-hmm. I still kind of know how to approach them. I think what's valuable uh, and what might be worth discussing on today's episode is not just uh, the material that you need to know and how, you know, which sources you should go to to study. I think what's really worthwhile is test taking tips that are totally cert agnostic, that it doesn't matter which test you're taking, how should you go about doing that? And I know we could probably, you and I could probably both talk about this for six hours, but let, you know, we'll keep it to a a half hour to an hour max. Um, Sure. And just go over some general purpose approach tips. Um, And I'll I'll go ahead and I'll ask you, I'll let you lead. What is your favorite piece of advice to give someone who's taken a cert? Well, I think that it should go without saying, but if you're ordering, you know, from one to a hundred, the test taking tips, I think zero at the very top of the list should be, Know the material. Yeah. Okay. All right. I like that a lot. I like that. Okay. <laughs> I, mean, I hate to be obtuse about it, but you've got it. <laughs> sort of the preface, right? It's like okay. Um, so so I, 
I, I love hearing you say that, and I'm going to drill down on that because I think a lot of people miss this. I see a lot of, I get a lot of questions via like LinkedIn and, and Reddit and whatever, mm-hmm. and they ask the same stuff. And I end up retyping the same. I should just copy this somewhere and store it somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, go read the exam outline for the exam you're taking. That yeah, is yeah. the thumbnail. That is the cliff notes of everything they're going to expect you to know for the exam. Right. Uh, they're, they're telling you what they're going to ask you about. So, <laughs> so it's yeah. It's not hidden. Exam <laughs> right. <laughs> now, there are details in there, obviously, that you need to get into, and that's why you do all the studying. But, yeah, they, they, they tell you the broad strokes of what they're going to ask you about. And I think that's the best way to approach your studies, again, regardless of what you're studying. I don't care if you're going to become – you know, uh, a riverboat captain or a CISSP, (laughs) read the syllabus, read the rubric and find out what they expect you to know. And and they're all published for free. They're all on the respective certifying bodies websites. Yeah. Go down that list, find the ones you already know and don't worry about those. Right. I mean, if you're going to be studying, focus on the material you don't feel 100% comfortable with. Right, right. Yeah, because in any exam outline, they're going to have probably a dozen to two dozen broad topics of of things. And you'll be able to tell really quickly, okay, this is something that I do day to day. I don't need to focus as much on this, but this is something I don't, I've never even heard of, or I've, I've heard about people doing, but I've never gotten into it. Focus your time because you have a a finite amount of time in between when you start studying and when you take your exam, focus uh, and, and spend your time wisely which probably would be number two or three on my list of things. (laughs) Spend your time wisely (laughs) and focus on the things you don't know instead of the things you do. And that's really good. Uh, You and I just finished up a CCSP prep class for Wannabea. And um, one of the things that was highlighted among the attendees, uh, including some folks who had not passed the test the first time they tried, is that... Even the small domains, uh, in particular domain six on the uh, CCSP. Uh, right, legal, uh, regulation, compliance. Correct. That kicks more asses of candidates simply because that's the domain where most of us as IT practitioners or InfoSec practitioners don't dwell on. We don't, we don't right. live there 90% of the time. Uh, right. The technical side people love the technical type questions. Right. So even and I think that a a lot of people that come into the, these types of exams ex, are, are, come from a technical background. And so therefore they think that these are going to be technical exams when in fact they're not. And in particular, like you said, CCSP, CISSP, where, where they're managerial level and they're not technical level, it, it throws people off because they're expecting something where it's just gonna be a definition and a term or something, you know, configure a firewall or, you know, uh, uh, you know what, what is a CAT6 cable? And, and that's not what these types of exams are at all. And exactly. you know, to your point, the uh, the exam outline you know tells you that type that type of stuff. Don't focus on that. You know, look into the legal compliance regulation type stuff. It's on the it's on the exam outline, and it's going to be on the exam, even if it's only thirteen percent of the exam. <laughs> that can be right. fatal. Um, yeah. And uh, you know, like you were saying, a lot of these candidates might have vendor specific certs, technical facing certs, mm-hmm. AWS, Azure, Cisco, mm-hmm. Microsoft, yep, Microsoft, Cisco. absolutely. 
but then they're surprised when something deviates from that expected baseline. Yep. Yep. So, right. so set your expectations properly for what the exam is going to be requiring of you. Beautiful. Love that. Uh, my first piece of advice is going to be completely devoid of any actual content whatsoever. It's going to be, <laughs> it's going to be about the day and actually okay. the 24 hours before the day of the exam. I would say 24 hours before, stop all studying. Put the okay. books away, put the notes away. Don't look at a damn thing. There's nothing you're gonna learn in those last 12 hours that is gonna okay. be earth shaking and changing to your experience. Have dinner with your family, get a good night's sleep. Don't mm -hmm. stress about it, forget about it if you can. Don't forget <laughs> to get up and go there, but right. don't forget sleep about in. it. Yeah. <laughs> right? And that's the other thing. In the the day itself, don't deviate more from your schedule than you necessarily have to, depending yeah. on when you've scheduled the exam. If you're a morning person, schedule your exam for the morning. If yes. you're an afternoon yes. person, sleep in and go take the exam later in the day. If right. you have breakfast every day, have breakfast the day of the exam. In fact, yeah. Have something to eat before you go to the exam anyway, because I guarantee you the nerves and stress are going to make you not want to eat until yeah. you're sitting in front of that damn screen. And then your stomach <laughs> is going to growl at you. Yep. Go in, don't go in with low blood sugar because these yeah. things, a lot of them, uh, I like the term you use. It's a marathon, not a sprint. Yeah. These things are grueling. They're punishing in terms of the attention and focus you have to put forth. It's a physical effort. We're talking yes. multiple hours of concentration. You're right. going to need to have the energy to do it. Yeah, it's it's very mentally taxing. And if yes. you haven't set for two, three, four hours in a row and worked on a problem or a series of problems, your mind is not prepared for what you're getting ready to step into. And so, yeah, uh, give yourself every advantage. You know yourself, you know your your, your mentality, you know your body, you know your routine. Exploit your personal, you know, uh, 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 what's the word I'm thinking of? I was about to say your personal weaknesses, but don't exploit your personal weaknesses. <laughs> <laughs> your personal uh, uh, abilities, I'll say. Characteristics, uh, sure. Yeah, sure. There, yeah, there's a word there. I can't think of it. Your assets. How's that? Yes. There you go. Yes. 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 Your assets um, and liabilities. Yes. And, and I'm going to piggyback on that now, too. When you say, you know, if you haven't done it in a while, you know, it's been a while since most of us took our SATs or ACTs or whatever they give now. I don't even know what the testing yeah. is nowadays. As, as a, a, a parent with college-age kids, yes, they still t take SATs. They still do those. Yes, and it's still, still a six-hour, you know, yeah. all-day fun fest. Yep. Okay. Yep. All right. Yep. If you haven't done that for a while, and I'm suspecting most of us grown-ups haven't, um, I, I, I generally loathe practice tests and practice questions. Because as you and I have agreed, they never reflect accurately what's going to be on the exam because they can't. And I say that as someone who writes and sells practice questions. But, yes. but the one thing I do like about them is that they can simulate the experience of sitting there and concentrating for two hours or three hours in a row. And I think that's how you should utilize them. Don't look at every practice question and, and say, oh, this is the meaning of this and it's going to throw me off. And that, 
that's not what the practice questions are for. The practice questions are to get you in the mindset of here's how I eat 125 questions or 200 yes. questions. That's what the practice questions are for. Yep, yep. It's like uh, going to the baseball diamond and 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 practicing some swings with three bats, and and then you you know step up to the mound and you actually just use the one. You're you you, you want to strengthen that muscle that is your brain to get it ready for for what you're getting ready to do. And that's why you hit a hundred balls in a row, even though over the course of an actual game you might have a half dozen at bats, a dozen at bats. You know, <laughs> right. I mean, it's not uh, you know. Sorry for our uh, uh, outside the United States listeners. <laughs> uh, imagine cricket. Um, or <laughs> <laughs> and, and they're like, are you kidding me? And cricket, right. <laughs> in, in cricket, the game lasts for three days. You know? <laughs> and I, they don't call it a game, do they? They call it, they call it a pitch. I forget what they call it. All right. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> a test. They call it a test, yeah. actually. Oh, do they? Are, yeah. Are, yeah, a cricket match is 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 termed a test. A test, yeah. Oh, okay. No. So, um, uh, yes. So do that. Sit through the whole thing, and then the second thing I'm going to say about practice questions, I get I get so many emails. Oh, uh, I think there's a typo in this one, and this uh. answer, you know, why is this answer wrong? <laughs> and you know what? It's true. There's typos, and I apologize, yeah. and that happens. And and what they drill down on is, did I get the right answer? And I understand what they're trying to do is they're trying to settle the facts into their head so that they know what the answer is going to be on the exam. But they get all mm -hmm. spun up about one question out of three hundred. Yeah, and it's like it's like if it's a fundamental question, if it's like the CIA triad then yes. yes, I want you to chase that down and figure it out. But if it's something obscure, if it's something yeah. like, you know, um, why is concatenation the troublesome part of double des? It's, it's like, <laughs> right. hey, and you know, how many unless questions? Unless you're a cryptographer. Yeah, how many questions do you think there's going to be on the exam about double des? Fuck that question, pick one of the four and move on because you can get up to 30 to 40 questions wrong and still pass. Do not dwell on the one obscure, trivial thing that is throwing you off. Don't do that yep. to yourself. Big yep. picture. Yeah, yeah. I, and I agree completely with that. Don't let one question consume your time, especially during the actual exam, because you do have limited time. Uh, and you've got a bunch of questions, and unless you're on the very last question and you've got an hour left and you just want to spend that hour pouring over the nuances <laughs> of that question, don't do it because you <laughs> you need to. Uh, I don't know why that tickled you so much. I, I just I I, I, find, I find the mental image of someone picking apart each word and going <laughs> reflecting on it and saying, you know, right. what's the subtext hmm. here? You know, what was the author thinking? But yeah, you have literally, uh, you know, on on most of these exams, you have between a minute and two minutes per question, and that's that, that that's your your budget. You have a time budget per question, and that average, you know, obviously it, it moves around because some questions you're going to answer quicker, but you want to answer some questions quicker so that you can take a little bit longer than the one or two minutes on the other questions that are really tripping you up. So yeah, don't let your mind lock up and focus and zone in on that one question, and then you can't let go of it. 
Exactly. Dog with a bone. And unfortunately, a lot of us are problem solvers. Yeah. And we got a little (laughs) bit of OCD and we got a little bit of the autism spectrum going on. And and we tend to do that. And, and, And that's what makes us good at what we do. But it's that tough balancing act of RTFQ, you know, yeah. read the full question and, <laughs> and look at the ticking clock. Don't yep. sit there and get into the weeds. Don't argue with yourself over the answer. Um, yep. Make sure you know what they're asking. Choose the best answer and move on with your life. Right, right. Let it go. Once you've answered it and you submitted it, that 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 entire world that was encapsulated in that question is now gone, and now you're in a it's new. It's gone. World. That alternate universe has collapsed <laughs> in and of itself into a waveform, right. right? Yep. Yes. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Give yourself uh, permission to move on from questions that you find hard, because uh, you know some of them you just have to guess on and 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 just move on. If you don't know, you don't know, and you ain't going to learn it by reading the question eighteen times. Yep. And I think that I uh, I think that I heard this from you. Um, which was the, 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 take the attitude of, you know, some of these tests, particularly the ISC squared ones, they pepper, um, uh, uh, beta questions. In other words, non scored questions. So questions that are still being worked out, or they may just be in there to trip you up. So take the attitude of, okay, if I get a, a question, that's just completely bonkers and makes no sense. I'm just telling myself, this is a beta question. It's not going to be scored anyway. Click C next. Yep. Exactly. And, and and that's the best thing you can do for yourself. Protect your own mental defenses as you're taking the exam, too. It's it's an attack on the integrity of your brain is what it right. is. Right. Um, what else do you have for advice? Um, gosh, probably one of the biggest physiological ones. And having taken CISSP just a few months ago, like I said, I had a little bit and I, I have no shame in admitting this, a little bit of a mini panic attack when I sat down and my test started because I had not done a test like this. And on top of that, the, uh, uh, the aura of the test, the, you know, the, you know, everybody talks about how hard of a test it is and you don't know what it's going to be like until you actually sit down for it. And so there was just this whole mental thing building up in my head of, there's no way I'm even going to be able to pass this when I sat down at it. I had no confidence in myself, but I started to start doing really shallow breathing and I could feel my heart rate going up and, and I had just started the test and I'm not somebody who gets uh, uh, flustered very easily, but this was anxiety attacks. Yeah. And so I had to pause for a second and, and, and the clock was going and I knew that I, I, again, I had my time budget to work within. But I stopped myself for a second, and there's a technique that um, is big in like the special forces military communities called square breathing, where you uh, breathe in for, I think it's 20 seconds, you hold your breath for 20 seconds, you breathe out for 20 seconds, you hold your breath for 20 seconds. So, so uh, it, it, it's a square in, in essence, but it forces you to regulate your breathing and to kind of calm yourself down. Do it, It's just a technique to, for, for self-soothing in, in essence. But I, 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 I found myself doing that at the beginning because I had worked myself so, so far up about it. And it forces your heartbeat to slow. Yeah. yeah. Which is really worthwhile because, again, that, te- that test anxiety, that tension, that stress is going to make the blood pump fast. And you're going to hear it in your ears. And <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm serious. I mean, this is yeah, a yeah. thing that physiologically occurs to us. Breathe. Yeah. 
that's at the end of every one of my books. It says, yep. relax, breathe, do well, you know? Yep. 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 So take care and be aware of your physiological condition as you're taking the test. And it may not happen to you like it did to me at the very beginning of the test, but, but at some point in the test, particularly because you're grinding through it, you may be on hour two or, 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 or further along as some random point in the test, you may find yourself starting to get some anxiety, get some self-doubt, start to breathe a little bit more shallowly, feeling your heart pump, be aware of that and, and, you know, embrace it, but also, Work on techniques to calm yourself back down. It it, it happened to me halfway through the CCSP. Really? Um, and, and I knew I was failing it. I gave <laughs> myself permission to stand up, walk away, go to the, the restroom, splash water on my face, and chill out. Yeah. And that is absolutely crucial. It's time you've paid for. Yep. It's time that you're cashing in against the clock. Mm -hmm. But use it. If you need it, walk around, kick out the cobwebs, just yep. just make sure you, sh you know, shake it off and then step yep. back in there. It, yep. It's something you can do. So allow yourself that latitude. A and if you have to use the restroom, go use the restroom. Don't sit there <laughs> bouncing on the seat, gritting your teeth right. and holding it back. That right. is just, that's insane. Don't do yeah, that yeah. to yourself. Yeah, going back to the whole physiological thing. Yeah, same thing with uh, eat, eating food. Give yourself every advantage you can. So, yeah, if you need to go use the potty, go use the potty. If you if you know that you need some sugar, eat a Snickers bar. You exactly. Know, you know, beforehand, not during the test, obviously. But, uh, uh, yeah, take care of yourself. Absolutely. All right, then I'm going to offer one final piece of advice. Okay. And this this doesn't sound like test-taking advice, but it is. And it's not fatalism. Remember, your life doesn't end if you fail the exam. <laughs> yep. <laughs> You're allowed to take it again. Right. You're allowed to get certified. And do you know what they call a CISSP who passes on their fifth try? A CISSP. A CISSP. Nobody <laughs> anywhere is keeping track of how many times you failed. It doesn't look any different. Yeah. It doesn't change your certification in any way. No, there's yeah. no score. There's no list of who ranked what on the exam. Because uh, yep. if anything, I know I was down near 70%. I'm convinced of it. You know? <laughs> yeah, a, yeah, a barely pass is just as good as a perfect score. Absolutely. And a failure is not a failure. It was an attempt. Right. Um, and you and uh, pass or you learn. Yes. No and you go and failure. you take it again. Uh, the, the, the one that I failed the first time I took it, and I know we've talked about this, Security Plus, the CompTIA mm -hmm. exam. Yeah. And um, I don't know port numbers. I'm never going to know port numbers. I don't care. That's techie uh -huh. crap as far as I'm concerned. That's not security. Um, <laughs> and it, it it kicked me in the teeth because I already had my CISSP. I already had my SANS GSEC. I was, you know, Mr. Yeah, so the security yeah. plus is kind of a, 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 a ranked as a slightly lesser certification. So, yeah, you would think that, yeah, if you've already got these, these two, you know, gold yeah. standard ones. Yeah, you can yeah, just go and knock it's out me. security plus. It's me. I could do this. <laughs> You know, you walk um, in flashing your CISSP card yeah, and I got this, guys. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, 
And it's really not that hard an exam. (laughs) (laughs) I just don't know. Again, like you said, know the material. Um, But yeah, afterwards, they make you wait a certain amount of time, depending on the the certifying body. You go in, you pay the fee again, which sucks. Mm -hmm. But you take the exam and you pass it. And you know better what to look for the second time or the third time. You know what they're going to approach you with. You know how they're positing the questions. It, it is not the end of the world and no one is going to look down on you. No, you and I are not going to ever mock anyone for not getting it right the first time. Well, I'll mock you for not passing security plus, but that's just because (laughs) I know you. (laughs) No, I won't mock anybody. (laughs) All right. Fair enough. Uh, I was asking for that one. Um, but yeah, that's it's not a thing. Nobody cares more than right. you yourself do. Don't yeah. be hard on yourself. Give yourself the opportunity to sit back and go, okay, what did I learn from this and how can I improve? Yep. And and each exam, I mean, at worst, you're out a few hundred dollars, the cost of, the, of taking the exam. Look at it as, okay, I just paid X number of hundreds of dollars and this was a real world practice exam. Now I know what I'm going to see on the real thing. Yeah. And now I'm going to go take the real thing. <laughs> Exactly. This was a great simulation down to the Pearson View (laughs) Test Center. Yeah. Yep. Excellent. All right. Well, very good. Um, Again, I think we could talk about this and give advice all day long, but let's not bore the audience too much. Uh, If if anyone does like this material and wants to hear more of it, send us an email, get in touch via LinkedIn or whatever, let us know, and we'll try to make more. Um, But until next time, I'm Ben Maliso. And I'm Matt Snotty. See you again next week for another episode of The Sensuous Sounds of InfoSec.